You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm here today with Dr. Rebecca Skilgen with Arena Chiropractic, and we are actually going to talk about a lot of fun things today. I actually got the opportunity to work with her on her wedding. She got married in September of 2022. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Tell me how you met your now husband. We met at the gym, like the little gym rats that we are. He was one of the first people I met when I moved here in uh, 2017, 2018. We became very quick friends. I actually knew him for a full solid calendar year. And then we started dating in August of 2019. So we made a very good foundation of friendship and then started dating. And then very quickly, (laughs) you know how it works. We got engaged and then, you know, we're engaged for a year and a half and then got married. (laughs) So when did you and Zach, who is your now husband, Mm -hmm. um, when did you get engaged? It's actually a really funny story because he faked me out. My absolute favorite holiday is New Year's Eve. And on New Year's Eve between 2020 and 2021, we had a very safe house party with everybody who had been tested for COVID and was feeling good and just something small for people to celebrate the new year after a pretty difficult and terrible year for a lot of people. I knew that it was coming just because um, my engagement ring is a family heirloom. And so I was sort of prepared for it, sort of, you know, like, you know, let's try not to ruin it for myself and be that person. You know, nobody nobody ever wants to be like the the woman that was in a bad mood and then got engaged. And it was like, oh, so we had um, our absolute closest friends in the world over only about two, three couples. And then out of nowhere, Zach's cousin, who he's extremely close to, it's like a big brother to him, along with his own big brother, um, just shows up because, oh, their dinner plans, quote, quote, ended early. And I look over at my friend Rachel and I go, it's happening. And she goes, what's happening? Because Rachel can't keep a secret, which is why <laughs> I cornered her. And I'm like, it's happening tonight. It is happening. Rachel, I'm getting engaged tonight. And I went and I changed my outfit and I freshened up my makeup and I made sure my hair looks great. And I came out and it's about an hour to midnight. We do the countdown and we kiss and I'm like, love you. And he's like, I love you too. And I was like, okay, great. And like I walked away and I went, oh no. And I go, wow, I really thought it was happening. And Rachel's like, don't be disappointed. It's fine. And she's still acting super weird. So I'm like, all right, maybe he's just waiting for everybody to leave. So the fun part about my friends, which I actually absolutely love is midnight happens. All right. 10 minutes later, like, bye. I love you. Peace out. Nobody lingers. I love that about us. Everybody leaves and I'm cleaning up and I'm like, so did you have fun tonight? He was like, yeah, it was really great. You want to go to bed? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess we're going to bed. Well, we had the house party because obviously when restaurants opened back up, everybody was booked, 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 booked. So we decided to do like a Layton, just like dinner party at um, Tony's of Lexington. And this is the second of January. And that same cousin, Dustin, just swings by the house. He's like, hey, I just wanted to drop this off for tonight because we lived off Fontaine. So typically everybody meets at our house and we take one car in because valet parking. Yeah. Just want to drop this off. And it's a bottle of Weller 12 Black Label. He's like, I just thought it'd be fun to do like a great toast tonight. And I go, okay. And he's just looking at me. He's like, well, bye. And I do love that about the Buckler family. Not a single one of them can really keep a secret. They are the worst. Like, and that's why I was so surprised that he took as long as he did because 
if he buys me a present and my birthday's in three weeks, I will get it in three days. He's like, do you want it now? Do you want to open it right now? Do you want to know what it is? And then you can open it later. I'm very similar. So it works, but I just think it's so funny. And so he comes back and I'm looking down and my nails aren't painted, nothing. So I like run to the store, get it all done, come back. Um, and then it did happen that night at Tony's. And like, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be a hundred percent like, ah, it's definitely happening tonight. Cause like, what if it didn't again? But like, he was so adamant about getting this very special table that he wanted. It was that circular one in the window. And there was a, a party there that, um, was lingering about, they actually stayed an hour past what they thought they were going to, because we came downstairs to use the restroom and they were still there. So we had this really awesome table upstairs, which I love upstairs at Tony's because it's, it's quiet. It's more intimate. It's just really nice. It's a very nice experience. And then, um, he had a little video of all of our friends and family talking about their favorite things about us. Um, Because all my family's in St. Louis, so clearly they couldn't come in town. Then he proposed, and it was very sweet. And that's the story. <laughs> love it. I had not heard that story, so that's awesome. It's I always love cute, hearing people. But I story. love telling people that I got faked out because I thought for sure I was getting a New Year's Eve proposal, and that's like what I wanted like so hard. But I think he just was like, <laughs> "Jokes on you." I wanted to beat him over the head when I got it on the second, and I was like, "There's no fireworks." No, I'm kidding. Totally kidding. But I thought I that's the story. I thought for sure I was getting a New Year's Eve proposal and it came on the 2nd of January. So we got engaged on January 2nd of 2021. Okay, perfect. So then you had um, a year and nine months then before your wedding. And that is because, again, so he proposed to me on January 2nd. What do you do with that? <laughs> and so we both knew we wanted a fall wedding because heat Lexington just easier for people in general spring I mean it snowed on the first weekend of May that year I don't know if you remember last year it actually snowed (laughs) on the last weekend of April it snowed excuse me and so I love outdoor ceremonies I love open air venues that's what we both kind of wanted so the problem was is I was calling around all those venues for the fall of that year and they were all booked because everybody had to cancel their weddings from COVID year And so it was one of those, there was one venue and it was like, not, it's a beautiful venue, but it wasn't our first choice. Um, We actually got our first choice venue, which is great. And they were completely booked except for one weekend that really didn't work. Cause it was like, I believe it was Thanksgiving weekend. And I was just like, "Eh, I mean, pumpkin pie, but nah. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we were like, Hey, like it's going to have to be 2022. And he was like, that's fine. And I was like, good answer, babe. Perfect. So we did have a very, very long engagement, but um, it it made planning both difficult and easy in some ways. Like I knocked quite a few things out of the way to start with. And then I think I was like, I'm ahead of schedule. And then I was like, oh, I'm behind schedule. But that's where you came in. You gave me a fantastic timeline. And then you would just text me like, hey, have you done this yet? And I'm like, oh, I'm on it. No worries. Sorry, teach. <laughs> so I think our first meeting, I met with you, your mother, and your sister. My older sister, Patty. Yep. Yeah. When we met, you had booked Zorro as your venue. Yes. We always, in my first meetings, I talk about things that are most important to you. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I remember being the most important to you was being able to have family style as your food choice or the way your food is served. Tell me why that was important to you. I think everybody has really great memories about like the first time your boyfriend met your parents and you sit down for a meal and stuff like that. So um, family style, I feel like it's just something that 
um, happens a lot in our families. Like feeding, feeding each other is a really big thing for us. Um, my big thing is, is that, um, it was a cobblestone floor. It's, it's gorgeous. And I'm not saying that there are anything not safe about it, but I just worry about like my grandparents who shuffle a little bit, getting up comfortably. And then this is going to sound so stupid. I'm such a hangry person. And at weddings, especially when you're like the younger friends, you're at table like 19, right? And table one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10 get to go. And then you're at table 19 and you're just sitting there like, I got to get up there. I got to get up there. Like, I'm so hungry. And there's nothing that wants to make me start a fight more than when somebody from like table three gets back in line before I've eaten and they all do it. Every single one does it because no one's going to tell Nana she can't have more food. And it's just one of those things where it makes you want to go linebacker on some guests. And I just didn't want that. But also the one, the second most important thing to me was the music. I wanted a live band and I think live bands are always worth the money. I think if you can budget for them, especially a really good band, I think it just makes a wedding something everybody remembers. And I'm going to brag on my band in a second because they are phenomenal. I wanted everybody to be up and dance and enjoy the rest of the night. Like we had over 50% of our wedding um, was from out of town because Zach's from Lebanon, Kentucky. Um, so they're a little spread out all over Marion. So it's not that far, but still like you had to travel an hour to an hour and a half to be here. I want to make sure you have a good time. If you're going to stay the night at a hotel, I want to make sure you got the most out of it. So the food is super important because everybody needs a good meal. And I had a uh, Bayou bluegrass do the catering. Um, we had two proteins. We had like barbecue, a uh, brisket and a chicken option. And then we did a salad starter with rolls and they, they did a phenomenal job. But the, the best thing is, is everybody was eating and sitting down. And when I tell you our actual sit down dinner lasted about an hour at the most and everybody was fed. That was the best part. Like we're doing speeches and stuff and maybe the last couple of tables got their family style. But at the same time, like then when we did the father daughter dance, people are still eating. You know, it's just one of those things where when the buffet line has to move and you have over 200 people, it just you can do two buffet lines. But at the same time, then you're economizing space. So if we had done two buffet lines also, we would not have had room for the band because I had a really big band. I had five main people. And then I also added a horn section and an extra singer because my mom wanted a horn section. That was like, she was like, I want live music and I want a horn section. And you, like when your mom asks for like two things, you got to do it. Well, I mean, that's, that depends on like, you know, anybody's relationship, but like my mom like bends over backwards to make sure like she's helpful and she's, everybody's getting what they want. And if that's the one thing that you want, I I, and I want it too. I mean, obviously, I'm going to try my hardest to make it happen. So yeah, sitting family style, honestly, first and foremost, it just makes everything easy. People aren't getting up. People aren't tripping over each other. And then also, like, there's no glass on the floor. Nobody drops a plate. Nobody accidentally spills on somebody. I personally feel like family style just makes everything run a lot smoother, a lot quicker. And also, like, you know, it forces people who don't know each other to interact at the table like hey can you pass that to me what was your name again john nice to meet you john i just honestly i just think it's it just makes everybody a little bit more comfortable than awkwardly like standing in line and like trying not to hit somebody with their chair or like watching other people eat while like you're literally like you know because you wanted to look good on your special day so you didn't eat for three days maybe no i'm kidding um but it's just one of those things where i, I just honestly it just I, I feel like it just makes a wedding something a little bit more special personally. And then also like you don't have to feel, you know, sad when the potatoes are gone and you really wanted potatoes. 
that that's a fair point. And then also like with COVID and stuff, like buffet lines are great, but at the same time, it's one of those, it's just less people food interaction with your food. So also a safety issue too. And so since you did family style, you probably did a seating chart. Mm -hmm. Especially because, you know, again, so many people from out of town and so many groups of friends, we actually blew through our seating charts so quickly. Me and my husband were done with it in about an hour because our our mothers were actually very, very helpful. I sent them both a text and I sent them both their personal guest lists. And I was like, I'm going to take care of my friends. Don't worry about it. I have the head table done. I go, I want to know who you guys want to sit with. And I want to know what people in the family absolutely cannot sit next to each other. Who do I got to separate? Who do I got to put close together? And um, that made it really easy. And I go, you don't have to fill up the whole table. And I go, if you're unsure about something, I will I will poke and I will prod and I will add people. And it was really great. We had one side of the family. They were like, these are the only two people that we suggest not sit together, but they won't make a big deal if they do. And then my my mom, like, honestly, like she was done in a heartbeat because thankfully, like all of our uncles and aunts and cousins get along super well because my dad's one of seven biologically and technically one of nine. If you count all the adopt the two adopted, um, you know, friendship adoptions yeah. like. That's Uncle Mike, but he's not actually my uncle. I don't know how to explain that. So it actually went really quickly. Me and my husband set aside three hours and I was like, we're going to do this. We're going to get it done tonight. And then we're going to go out and we're going to grab food and then we're going to double check it. And we were literally done in an hour. And I was like, wow, I feel like we did it wrong. And then then we went out, we got food and we were done. And I sent it to both, both moms because bless the dads, they're not doing anything. I sent it to both moms. They're like, looks great. And then I made it on Canva and it was so pretty. And I just printed off at FedEx on the squishy poster board and it was perfect. That's awesome. It was so easy. And so whenever we met, um, and again, we talked about the things that were important to you. Family style was one your band. And then um, you were adamant about having the set the bar trailer. Oh God. I love that trailer. I'm still obsessed. I follow them on Instagram all the time. I'm like, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Where are you at? That is something that is just so Kentucky. So it's this, if you guys haven't seen it, go on Instagram to set the bar. KY. It is a mobile bar service. They have a refurbished horse trailer and it was already in my wedding colors, which was fantastic it's a navy blue trailer and they have like these really beautiful brassy gold rims on it um it's so well kept it is gorgeous it is so clean inside they let me go in and look around because i was curious and everything is like scrubbed down aggressively and they were so easy to work with because they have a couple different options that you can do for your bar but it is so cute to have that parked along the venue and then people can walk up to it but it was just so Kentucky that I couldn't pass up the opportunity. It was it was just so cute. And the bartenders were phenomenal. They were so great. I did an indoor bar and I had the outdoor bar. So that way I could have people kind of shuffled around. I wanted a couple funny things for my bar. So um, me and my friends are margarita girlies. And so I used Costco liquor to uh, stock my bar and they were really awesome, awesome about you can have as much and as many different canned beer options as you want. You just have to bring them to us and we'll ice them. I went, so I wanted these margaritas um, and I got the pre-mixed Kirkland margaritas and they thought it was so funny. And I was coming over and checking on them occasionally throughout the night. And they were like, yeah, those are gone. That was a huge hit. And I go, I know, right? <laughs> He's like, we're going to have to tell other brides about that. I was like, I know it's so easy, right? <laughs> when I when I told some of my friends, I was like, they were like, what are you drinking? I was like, margarita. And they were like, oh, are those just for you? I go, no, they're at the bar. Like when I tell you like seven white women just started sprinting to the bar when they were like, there's margaritas at this wedding. And I was just like, yep, 
we're going to have some fun. Yep. And so I think whenever I originally met with you, it was around April or May. It was early 2021. Um, And so your order of booking was the venue, the photographer, which was West Brown Photography. Mm -hmm. And then um, the bar. Yeah. (laughs) Because you were dead set on having. I um, booked the bar before I booked the caterer. Yes, you're correct. I I wanted to make sure I had them because you said, you told me they were like, they book very fast because they only have the one horse trailer right now. I don't know if that's still the same if they've Mm -hmm. expanded a little bit, but I was like, I want that trailer. I want it. So I, I did. I, I didn't even have my dress yet. And I booked, <laughs> I booked the venue. Uh, well, that's the other thing. I think personally, I needed to book my venue before I bought my dress. Oh, because, absolutely, for sure. And because it sets the whole vibe of what you want for your wedding. Like the the wedding dress that I thought and swore up and down in my head that I wanted, I would never in a hundred years have ever worn at that venue. So that that was a big that actually helped me after I got the venue set and everything that I wanted. It actually helped me pick out my dress and dress shopping was a little interesting for me personally. Um, but it was uh, yeah, I definitely had the bars. <laughs> I had the bar before I had the caterer. Um, and then I think I, I booked uh, the band was actually last. We we threw a Hail Mary with the band because they were newer. And so we went out and we saw them and then they happened to be available on our date and they were so good live and they were even better at the wedding. So my order of booking was very, very different. Yeah, you're right. And that's okay. It mm-hmm. worked out perfectly. Yeah, sometimes it does. So then as far as your budget, um, from your starting budget to your ending budget, how much do you think you went over? I have been in enough weddings and I've been to enough weddings to know like your budget is a great idea. <laughs> Go with that. So I I really wanted to stay. I knew that realistically things happen and we were likely going to go over budget. I wanted to stay as close to 35000 as possible. And again, I just understand like inflation. Things happened a little bit during COVID. Everything was a little bit pricier. And so the biggest thing was is I knew realistically that prices were going to change in the year that I was booking things. And it was just we were going to have to roll with it. Um, so I think we ended up 42 which is 42 or yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 42 because we got really scared. We thought it was 48 and then we had miscalculated something entirely. And so we ended up 42. So I think that's actually pretty good because my, my mother of all people who got married in the eighties said that you're, if you can stay within $10,000 over budget, you're actually still technically under budget. And she's not wrong. And I was just, she's like, things are going to happen. You're not going to realize you want things that you want until you see them. Let yourself, she's like, you're only supposed to do this once. She's like, let yourself have something, especially if you feel like it would make it better. And so, you know, they're like, hey, if you budgeted $3,000 for a band, but the one that you want's five, and that is like an amazing band and they're available. And you want to add a horn section to it? Yeah. Yeah. You want to add? Yeah. Um, Do it. And it's great. Now, I did cut a couple corners in my wedding, which is pretty dope. Like, we did not do traditional centerpieces. We spray painted cake stands gold from, like, Goodwill. Like, we found all these glass, really fun, antique cake stands. And I did um, donuts from our favorite bakery as our centerpiece and Chick-fil-A cookies. So, something that me and him have private jokes about. And so people could eat their centerpieces. So if you didn't get enough food at cocktail hour or something like that, you could have something to hold you over. And the amount of people that were shocked, they were like, can we eat these? I'm like, you're supposed to. And I I had three donuts left over the next day. I, I only found three. And we had at least 
one maybe i think we had like 20 over for the amount of people that were there so everybody ate them we had not had a single chick-fil-a cookie and that's also probably because when people were leaving they were like dumping them into their purses which go for it it's a wedding have fun so since you did the desserts on the tables Mm -hmm. did you have a cake i did have a cake we used tinkers okay um and tinkers is amazing they have they have that down to a science we use them also because instead of having to save our top of our cake, we get a one year anniversary present from them. Um, they actually, I'm pretty sure they contact you and they're just like, hey, do you want this? Come pick it up. And we're like, okay. But my husband has the biggest sweet tooth in the entire world. He will he will lie and say he doesn't. He has the biggest sweet tooth and his thing is cookie dough. And Tinker's has a um, chocolate cake with a cookie dough icing center. And it's it's dangerous. So I knew a lot of people weren't going to want that. So we did that as our topper. So that way me and him could have a little bite of that. But mostly that way he guaranteed got a bite of that. And then we did the uh, almond and chocolate half and half cake, which is insanely good. And we're Italian. So like that is like an Italian wedding staple. So it was an Italian wedding cake, essentially. And then we also did the uh, white chocolate raspberry because who doesn't like that's that? one of his most popular flavors i know i that's something that i actually asked him when we met with him i go what is your absolute most popular and without even hesitating he's like this one and i go makes sense yep it's just something fresh and good and everybody likes it like there's a reason why like tinkers is usually like the first first like cake shop out of everybody's mouth when you're in lexington and he was just so easy to work with and he did such a good job and he mm-hmm. actually comes the day of the wedding and decorates the cake for you so it's like all fresh flowers if you want on it it was gorgeous we just did rings of eucalyptus leaves um because we did a gold foil on the wedding cake because our colors were um hunter green and gold my husband does not know that he's a slytherin in the harry potter hogwarts houses and i'm a hufflepuff and he took him almost a year to figure out that i had sneakily decorated our wedding and our house colors he was like that's so funny because like we were standing next to each other after we'd bought something he was like oh my god it's so funny these are our wedding colors and i looked at him and i go oh yeah that's crazy and he goes oh my god you sneak That's fantastic. I'm like, yeah, but it looked beautiful. So did you, I know you had um, your rehearsal dinner at Zorro as well because you got it for the weekend. I did. Did you have a groom's cake at rehearsal dinner by chance? He did not want a groom's cake um, originally. And then at last minute he was like, man, I really wish I'd done a groom's cake. And I was just like, you're funny. We love a good steakhouse. We love a we that's our special gift to each other. We actually just went for our um dating anniversary to Jeff Ruby's. And so um one of the first like we realized, wow, we really love steak and cake. We actually go to Malone's quite a bit, and Malone's has this huge, colossal chocolate cake that they will, and it's like you get like a quarter of a cake with literally. This cake. And um, so I ran up there and I asked them, can I buy a whole cake? And they were like, weird, but yeah, here you go. And so at, at the rehearsal dinner, I actually had a Malone's chocolate cake for him. And he was so stoked. And everybody was like, this is amazing. And I go, yeah, just wait. We got a lot of good food coming. So talk to me a little bit more about your um, rehearsal dinner, um, because I know you had a lot of ta- out-of-town guests that came mm-hmm. in. Did you invite them for your rehearsal dinner? I did. I did. So... People who we knew would want to come, obviously, like, got an invite. And so we did it a little differently. So we had a kind of a, a non-conventional, like, it was a it was a family picnic backyard barbecue vibe is what we went for. So we used uh, Seasons Catering, and they're awesome to work with. And they came out, and we just did, like, appetizers, finger foods. They have all, like, 
40,000 things you can choose from on that menu. So we did like sliders. We did like the hot brown bites because, again, we're in Kentucky. All of it tastes good. I think we did the country ham and biscuits, too. And so they came out and they set up essentially just like a buffet. And so our actual rehearsal only took about 15 minutes. I wore jeans and like, you know, cute fall hacks and cute. We were trying to be cute. Zach wore a polo and jeans too. Um, Everybody was just comfy. I told everybody, be comfy, move around. So they got to come and visit the venue. And especially for an out-of-town guest, I feel like that is nice to know where you're going. We had a shuttle service. Some people like to drive themselves. So we had yard games. We had like Hoosier golf. We had washers. We had cornhole. And we kept those actually for the next day. We had toss across, tic-tac-toe stuff. And so all like the cousins that came got to play games. We had a bartender from the Kentucky School of Bartending come out and uh, work the bar for us. So what we did was is I told all my like younger friends and family, go out, experience Lexington. Like here's 12 restaurants that are phenomenal, especially even in the Hamburg area. I think I sent all of them the local taco. I was like, this is the best place. And then I was like, then swing by and like enjoy the open bar, have some drinks. And it was it was fun. It was great. It was comfortable. Um, I got to run around and help out with preparations that were going on inside while still taking care of, you know, bridal responsibilities outside. Um, Zach got to visit with all of his out of town friends and family. And, you know, all the the biggest thing was, and I said, I said this very adamantly to my parents. I was like, I want my bridal party to essentially feel like they have the night off. I want them to decide if they want to stay and hang out, if they want to go home and get sleep, like it's up to them. It's not a big deal. I just don't want them to feel like they're doing like two nights in a row of responsibilities because even though I'm not going to ask them to do crazy things tomorrow, I know they're going to feel like they have to. So yeah. And I know some couples will give each other wedding gifts, sometimes at rehearsal, um, sometimes on the day of the wedding. Did you all exchange any wedding gifts for each other? We did. We sure did. He told me about a week or two before the wedding. He was like, I'm so sorry. Your gift is going to be coming a couple days after the wedding. Is that okay? And I was like, you don't need to get me a gift. It's fine. And I was, I thought he got me a pair of Jordan ones. I was like, oh, this man got me shoes. Yes. Um, I thought for sure I was getting like these really cute Jordan ones that I saw. They were these Arctic white camo ones that I've been talking about forever. And I was like, he got me shoes. He got me shoes. He got me shoes. I had gotten him two pairs of Ray-Bans um, because he looks really great in the um, the Warfare Ray-Bans with the gold tint on them. And they had an old school pair. They have a new school pair. So I got him both. So that way he could like, because I'm ridiculous. And I was like, oh, I'm crushing this wedding game. Yeah. And then he got me a French bulldog that arrived the day after our wedding when we were hosting all of our family and just hanging out in our house. I love him. I was not prepared for a puppy the day after my wedding. Everything worked out great. He's a great dog. He gets along with our dogs wonderfully. He's a nut, but he's ours. <laughs> and his name is Fig Newton. And we now have uh, what our doggy daycare refers to as the snack pack because we have meatball, macaroni and cheese and Fig Newton. That is incredible. I didn't real. I guess I didn't. I knew Mac, but I didn't know the rest of it. Yeah. So. That's awesome. You knew Meatball, too. Oh, for sure. I knew Meatball. Everybody knows Meatball. Um, So since you got a puppy the day after the wedding, does that mean you did not go on a honeymoon right after the wedding? No, we didn't. So me and Zach, um, we had, because again, I'm an out-of-town bride and I had my wedding where I live instead of where I'm from. um, I utilized a lot of my PTO smartly for showers at home travel. um, And then also I cannot recommend enough taking the week before your wedding off 
originally I was only going to take three days off before the wedding. And um, my boss, Liz, was just like, oh, yeah, that was stupid. So I just I yeah, you know, because I looked at it like a couple like a month before. And I was like, oh, no, I'm supposed to be off. I'm supposed to work Monday, Tuesday. And she's like, no, yeah, no, we're not doing that. I was like, thanks. I love you. And she was like, I love you, too. (laughs) And I was just like I was I was very lucky to have people in my corner who were taking care of me. So we decided to wait because we were going to we also had a couple more weddings that we were traveling out of town for as well as the holidays. So we tried to save as much PTO as possible. So we actually went in February, the second or third week in February. We actually did Disney World and Universal because Zach and I are just big kids and we love rides. And I turned him into a Disney adult. and It's my greatest achievement to this date. I love it. He was like, this is amazing. And it's so cute. You think like when your husband sits you down and looks at you like, you know, a couple months ago and he's like, I want to recreate our honeymoon every year that it's like really romantic. But really, he just wants to go ride Space Mountain a bunch of times. I win. <laughs> I don't even care. I win. I was like, talk less. <laughs> he was like, Guardians of the Galaxy is the best ride ever. And I'm like, yeah, babe, keep keep going. We're going to ride this train. <laughs> and so... Wedding is over. Honeymoon is over. You got your pictures from West Brown. The ones I have seen are fantastic. You yes. had a leather jacket that day. That was just bomb. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, being the crazy person that I am, decided uh, way long time ago, there's this photo on Pinterest that stuck with me. And it was a bride and all of her bridesmaids had leather jackets and they had painted flowers on the back of them. And I was like, I'm going to hand paint flowers on the back of these leather jackets and all the flowers are going to represent symbolism of me and my friends friendships and they're going to love these and they're going to wear them forever and I did it and I had seven bridesmaids as well as my own and um so yeah we took up and Wes was loving it he was like normally I do like these really cool walking pictures with the guys he's like we're gonna do them with you guys because you're like a small gang And so we all had hand painted and it was fun because most, most brides get like a pashmina or a cover. Um, and they got leather jackets that they got to wear if they got cold. And one of my girlfriends wears hers like every weekend. She works at a winery and she does the outdoor bar and hers has a big sunflower on the back of it. And she get she, she loves it. She's like, I get compliments on this all the time. And I was like, thank God, because you know, you give these bridal boxes and you give them these cute little gifts. So it was a part of their bridesmaids box where they got their earrings and their necklace and all that jazz. And you always hope that they utilize it. So to hear that, like my friends actually, and I wear mine all the time. Mm -hmm. So to hear that, like somebody actually likes it and utilizes it, it's like, just makes your heart happy. Now, did you have a videographer? No, no, I did not have a videographer. I think a videographer is a great idea for the fact that it's good for still shots of if there's like a photo or a moment that you wish you had gotten. But um, to be honest, uh, my thought process was is I would watch that video once or twice and I would never watch it again. And everybody that I want to see what's going on was fortunate enough to come. And it's just one of those things where I understand the thought process behind a videographer. I just didn't want something. This is going to sound so silly. When I get really stressed out, I just don't want people in my face. I just want to be in my corner with my mimosa and just breathing. And so the thought of having like a photographer as well as like a camera of people who I'm not really close to or don't know that well, kind of zooming around me. I was like, I'm going to make a mean face. 
I'm just going to be side eyeing this camera so hard. And this is not the office. So we're just going to let it go. <laughs> um, so I, I personally didn't want a videographer, but I do think for some brides, it's very important. I have one girlfriend who watches her wedding video every year on her anniversary and she mm -hmm. loves it. Um, it's just not something that was important to me personally. Yep. And that's kind of one of those. I always talk about your top three most important things. And usually it's up there with photography or it's not on there at all. And there's no right or wrong reason. So I wasn't honestly sure if you had one. I couldn't remember. So yeah. is there any advice other than taking the whole week off before the wedding that you would give to a couple that is engaged right now? Um, definitely use a planner. And then I actually, so I wanted, I'm a very big people pleaser. Um, one of the things that I did was, is, uh, so obviously our, our parents helped out with the wedding a little bit, which is incredibly giving of them and kind because I am of course like a 33 year old woman. Now I was 32 when I got married. So just saying, um, it, you're an established adult. You make your own money. Like if you want a big purchase, you should be expected to pay for it. So it was very kind of them and unexpected. So it was very important to me that my parents felt like they got something that they wanted at the wedding. So I asked my mom what the most important thing to her would be. And I wanted to make sure she got that. And then I asked my husband, what's the most important thing at the wedding for him? And his was his suit and his look. And I think that's actually adorable. Um, he's like, we're going to have these pictures forever. You're going to be dressed to the nines. Like you're going to be dressed in a way that I've never seen you before. He was like, I want to match it. And I thought that was super cute. So that's where we threw a lot of our, our budgeting was at the things that like were most important to him. And so just sitting down and getting on the same page. And I will say this, like fiancés, you're going to sit here and think that you don't want certain things or you don't like certain things. But I'm telling you, there are certain things that you're going to want that you don't probably realize. So take take a dinner. I was like, have a couple have a drink if you need to take a dinner, sit down um, and just go through all the aspects of a wedding, like the top things that are like, like your suit, flowers, all this other stuff. And then just like kind of circle the two most important things. And then if you guys can try to get on the same page with those, that's great. But if you're on two very different pages, sometimes you just gotta, sometimes you gotta take an owl brides. And thankfully I didn't have to take that many because the only thing that we actually disagreed on it was he actually thought he really wanted a DJ because he'd never been to a wedding that had a band before because it's just not something that's done a whole lot anymore. <laughs> He really wanted a DJ, really, wa really wanted a DJ, really wanted to use a DJ that a friend at another wedding had used. And then I kind of had to explain to him, like, mm, that's not happening. This is a hard, hard limit for me. This is the one thing that my mother wants. I got your mother, the one thing that she asked for. I go, but this is also a hard limit for me, too. Um, and he was very understanding. Then he saw the band and he realized, oh, they play music when they have to take breaks. And it's like a DJ. And I go, yeah. And so this is actually really cute. The only thing he was like, I want my look. And he goes, and I want to walk into Post Malone. Congratulations. He was like, I want us to walk in and I want it to go. Yeah, they always say congratulations. Like this man practiced this. Um, and it was adorable. But it was the one thing that he wanted. And I said, OK, because I didn't care what song we walked into. And uh, and the first dance song, we we had to get on the same page with the first dance song. We picked a great one. It was we were going back and forth on what we wanted and what the other one wanted and all this other stuff. And he played a song for me, I think three, four months before we got married. He was like, this song just reminds me of you. And I go, I love this song. And so sometimes just wait on things too. Um, obviously like three months before is like <laughs> kind of close. 
I mean, it was, we used Daylight by uh, Shinedown. It was like one of their brand new albums that they had just dropped. And uh, it was just, we were just riding in the car on the way to the gym, going to the gym where we met. <laughs> and I was like, I love this song. And I got kind of teary eyed and I go, I think this is our first dance song. He goes, this would be a fantastic first dance song. And that's how that happened. Okay. Um, so every now and then, sometimes you don't need to decide everything right away. There are things that you have to decide right away. Mm -hmm. um, I was in between two venues. I was in between the Apiary and Zorro. And it's so funny because they're actually owned by the same family, um, which totally makes sense because they're gorgeous gorgeous yeah. venues and he wanted Zorro and I was like dope every now and then it's worth it to let him make a choice because he talks all the time he was like our wedding was the best I wouldn't change a single thing about our wedding and like he even told his friends afterwards my husband is a, is a hopeless romantic and I love that about him he's like I, if I could redo my wedding tomorrow I would not change I want to I want to do my wedding again just because it was so much fun and I go you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end on that note because that is amazing. <laughs> 10 out of 10. I'm so glad everything worked out perfectly. For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.